0: listening to the ESBC podcast, which the purpose of the podcast is to make uh, me money, right? Every single business meeting has to have a purpose and an outcome. The purpose is to make me money, right? I'm not like these players who lie and say, oh, I do it for the people. Oh, I do it to be in an alignment with the universe. No, no, no. I do this to make money for myself and my wife. But doing it, I share information so you can make money. Making, I uh, use. I have an MBA. I have securities licenses, so I use business and financial concepts to bet on the games. To use decision science, right, to determine the outcome of the game, right, and it's about result and outcome. So the purpose is that the outcome is where it's sixty-three percent, fifty-two point five percent is break even. We're at six consecutive weeks of profit. The so called expert was like, send me a message. Oh, I'm five out of six weeks. I'm like, I'm six out of six weeks, man. I make money every week and we're doing this for 12 years. We ended up NBA uh, 77%. You can go back on my Twitter, be giving out baseball picks. We're about 12 out of 16, including the raise yesterday. All right. So we made money on your. Tampa Bay Double Rays against the Dodgers, and then we've been doing a World Series betting briefings on the podcast, where I've been giving you the insight that the Rays uh, B pitchers, right? The key is when their B pitchers come in and have bullpen game against the bottom of the Dodgers lineup, which they switch it out, right? Who you want to pitch to, Will Smith or Bellinger, right? Will Smith, the so Will Smith, Chris Taylor. Jack Peterson is going to be the key to the series, whether the Dodgers win a title or not. So, we give you that insight so you can make money and have fun watching the games. So, we are going to go game by game here uh, with the NFL. Uh, I'm in research mode because I've been researching the judges for the election. Nobody ever knows who the judges are. Everybody knows who the school board member people are. Uh, I did that research. So I researched the games a little bit more this week. Once you get it down, you get it down. Because one of the main business concepts we use to bet on these games is arbitrage, which says that if you uh, buy or sell 10 or more securities, you will make money using or exploiting market inefficiencies, right? So similar or related assets. So you got Judge tonight, right? Coaching the Giants. He's a built Belichick guy, right? So it's Rob uh, Rabel. So it's Romeo Cornell and Houston, who's now the head coach, uh, you know, Matt Patricia. All these guys are Belichick zone guys. Nick Saban, Pete Carroll, Bill Belichick all run the same defense. So the outcomes are very similar around the league. It's all about execution. And then for us is pattern recognition, which is really math. And, and 50% of sports betting is math. The more math uh, you use betting on games, the more money you'll make. So it's not people get wrong saying, oh, is it this team? Is it that team? Who's a better team? what's going on, sometimes it's irrelevant. What is relevant are the numbers involved. I used to work for an independently wealthy guy who used to earn dealerships in New Hampshire. He says, Josh, know the numbers and you will know everything, right? So in sports betting, you're competing. You're competing against other bettors. You're competing against the casino, right? Uh, And you're competing um, against yourself. But the most important part of it, like any business, is tracking. That's why we're 100% transparent. That's why we're gonna have a link to a live spreadsheet with all the wagers where you can uh, track us and track the money. Follow the money. How you should be doing when you uh, research a judge or local politician for the elections, follow the money. Look at the financial uh, disclosures, all right? so. Let's get right to it. Let's get to the games. You got the Newark Giants, Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, the Eagles got a horrible offensive line. Uh, Carson Wentz is running for his life. Carson Wentz is not the sharpest tool in uh, the toolbox. Uh, the defense is good, though. Decent. Decent. They give up a lot of points. A lot of these games are going over. However, remember, division games are different because these guys have been studying each other since March, right? A division game counts for two. So that's why division games are very, very different. Very, very different than uh, non-division games and games at at a conference on the road. Very different games because teams hold things in their back pocket for certain games, for certain important games. Usually it's home games and division games where you see most of the plays. Pandemic, right? The pandemic has limited what you can do on defense. It has limited the plays. So a lot of the concentration is going to be on division games. So that's why this game is different than most of the other games, the Giants and the Eagles have, played so far Uh, the eagles beat the giants twice last year i'm sure judge knows this and he has uh, paid a little bit extra attention to the eagles so uh, the line is around minus five philadelphia philadelphia should not be minus five against anybody and since both defenses suck the, the coaches have to protect the defense what does protect the defense mean? Protecting the defense means that they're gonna run more often than not. They're not gonna try to score quickly. They're gonna try to wear down the other team and keep their own defense fresh. So for those and other reasons, you're gonna go, right? Usually the road team wins 80% of the time on Monday night football, uh, look for the opposite of that to happen. Look for the Giants to cover a plus five under 45. Right. And that is your Thursday night football. From there, we're going to go to the Cleveland Clowns against the Cincinnati Bengals. Again, division games are different. Uh, you have uh, joe burrow who's looked relaxed right because you want to look at more than anything else you know the man has talent uh you want to look at uh, body language and he seems super relaxed out there uh he's a smart guy it's funny at this time last year he was probably learning uh how to sell life insurance to be a financial guy like me now he's the first one to draft pick in the nfl Again, similar to the Giants, uh, Philadelphia Eagles, mediocre teams uh, with a plus number. They're at home over under 50. You got two offensive coaches. So pick your Cincinnati Bengals plus four, right? Remember to get best of the number, shop around, with your local bookmaker, uh, online bookmaker, or you can go to our site and uh, click on Babata uh, and get the best number, right? You always want to have three or four bookmakers when you go to Vegas. You want to look at the odds at three or four different hotels, and casinos, and get the best of the number. Like, like I said earlier, like Mr. Harrington, the car dealer from New Hampshire said, know the numbers and you will know Everything, all right. So go with the Cleveland, with the Cincinnati Bengals, plus four, over fifty. So third game in a row where you have similar uh, teams, similar lines, and it's Dallas Cowboys against the Washington Redskins. Now Dallas is 0 and 6 against the spread. And I'm 6-0 picking against Dallas, right? But trends are always meant to change. So look for this trend to change a little bit. Uh, Washington at home is pick them. Again, a bad team. Uh, Bill Parcells. And what's relevant about Bill Parcells, he used to coach Dallas, general manager is Jerry Jones. He knows this philosophy quite well. You really don't know what's going on until after the sixth game of the season. right? So we're at that point where Dallas is gonna pivot a little bit. Salesman thinks short-term, businessman thinks long-term. McCarthy, Jerry Jones, guys that want Super Bowls are long-term thinkers. So the first six games, they did not show everything they have. They have a few things in their back pocket for, you guessed it, division games, because they count for two. So this is gonna be a little different Dallas team. Uh, it's irrelevant that Dak's not there and you got Dalton. Uh, this is not your normal Dallas, uh, this is not your normal Dallas offensive line. You got two starters on the offensive line that are hurt. Uh, Ezekiel Ellis has been fumbling a lot, but this is gonna be a different uh, situation here being a division game. They have enough on the offensive line to dominate Washington. Washington's a defensive team. Uh, The average of an NFL game is 45 points. This is 46 points. 46 and a half by the number, right, by that number and make it uh, 46 and a half, 46, and make it under. So go with the Dallas Cowboys, pick them, right, under 46. And remember, this is going to be a different Dallas team because this is a divisional game. In Dallas. What, what I call inflated lines. People blindly bet Dallas, right? People blindly bet Dallas. So usually you'll go the other way. So go ahead and get that line real quick, as fast as you can. Then you have uh, Matt Patricia. Matt Patricia is an idiot, right? Uh, he analytics teams that had been 26 and 0 with analytics teams, Again, trends change, so real intelligence is situational intelligence. So even though I had a trend where I was, you know, twenty-six and zero, I still had to analyze each game individually. And we used the Hawthorne effect, which I'll use a lot in the wrap-up show. uh, That it's becoming. Thank you for downloading it. It's become as popular or even more popular than the NFL pick Show. So uh, thank you for that. But whatever you measure, right? Use the Hoffman, research. whatever you track and measure, you improve its performance by 10 to 20%. So at 52.5% is break even. If you're 50% better, you analyze, right? You do the Rene Descartes, right? Uh, life unexamined is not worth living right? So you examine your bets, you examine your decision-making, you fix it, you get to the next level. So I was getting analytics games wrong, except for Detroit, right? And then it's marginal. And Matt Patricia showed his stupidity, right? By not understanding what analytics is. Analytics works in baseball, Uh, hasn't really worked in basketball, but it does not work in football. And especially it doesn't work when you don't even know what analytics is, right? So Matt Patricia comes on and says that he went for two on his plate because analytics told him to do it. And he let analytics make the decision. That's a fundamentally wrong way to think, all right? Analytics is a tool to help you make a decision. You do not let the, uh, make de- the decision for you, right? And that's what dumbass uh, Matt Patricia got wrong. So uh, I was still getting Detroit game front, but you got David Tepper, hedge fund manager. He had three billion dollars. He took two billion of it and placed it on the Carolina Panthers, right? He bought the team. He kept one billion for himself for his retirement. He says, I'm going to go full-on analytics. He gets a college coach, smart guy, Matt Rule, And then the other analytics team is Stefanoski at Cleveland. Uh, he was going to go full-on analytics with DiPedestro, who's the GM, for the Cleveland Clowns, who was in the book Moneyball. Big failure last time. and made a lot of money betting against analytics. Because it kind of cheated. I have a client with has... Uh, math degree from MIT, works for a professional baseball team. I won't take football clients because from an academic standpoint, analytics does not work in football. There's too many variables. To ensure a result, you eliminate variables and covariables. Really, that's what you do in decision science and sports betting. There's just too many variables in football for analytics to be valid from a purely mathematical standpoint. So I know it doesn't work. I bet against those teams. I was 26-0. However, Cleveland and Carolina were still winning games. They're still covering the spread. I had to see why. And I think a big reason why the Clowns covered as a flawed analytics team is because Bill Callahan the, is the offensive lines coach. He doesn't believe in any analytics or whatever. He's just a great coach. Usually whatever team he coaches goes to the Super Bowl, makes a big playoff run. Right. He was the Raiders coach in the Super Bowl against Reuben. Uh, You know, and then he went to be the head coach in Nebraska. And he's the offensive line coach for Cleveland. So when Cleveland went against the Steelers and their defensive line crushed them, bam. Right? Throwing the Olympics out the window, they lost. So that's a key looking at uh, Cleveland games. Detroit is still flawed. Uh, Atlanta has a new coach. Raheem Morris, Uh, when I lived in Tampa, same thing happened. Gruden gets fired. They hired uh, Rich McKay, who's the general manager and president of Atlanta. He puts in Raheem Morris. Raheem Morris is a very, very, very intelligent guy, volatile guy, bad at networking. That's why he was a bad head coach, because he didn't have the business networking skills to come up with a good staff, right? Right. Uh, but he's there in Atlanta. Uh, he's going to put the real game plan on. They got Julio Jones. can't trust Atlanta. They have a horrible defense. Even though Raheem Morris is the guy there. He's going to come up with a brilliant game plan. But it doesn't matter how brilliant your game plan is if you do not have the horses to execute the game plan. Which Atlanta does not have. So look for this game to go over the total of 55 and bet Atlanta on the money line, right? Uh, You cannot bet a loser team like Atlanta with points, because Atlanta is like a family member who asks you for $20 and you say, hey, I'm not gonna let you borrow $20. I'm gonna give you the $20 because I know you're not gonna pay it back. You always have a problem. They're late to Thanksgiving dinner, the ham got burnt, and then blah, blah, blah. They always got a story, right? So Atlanta's that type of team. So you can't do the points. You do the money line, money line Atlanta, and you're going to do – 55 is high. Remember, 45 is the average of an NFL game. Uh, You have two defensive coaches. Normally, when you have two defensive coaches going against each other, all right, it's going to go under. But this year, no tackling. Uh, these guys are bad to begin with. Uh, you got two quarterbacks, veteran quarterbacks, Stafford and Ryan, who are going to give, be given free reign to change the play of the line of scrimmage and go for that quick score because you might not to do it because uh, protecting the defense uh, might not be what you want to do since they suck so bad, all right? So we're gonna go with the Atlanta Falcons and Rocky Morris, new coach there, similar to what's going on in Houston uh, on the money line in over fifty-five uh, last week on Periscope we had a lot of questions. So anybody has any questions on Periscope, let me know. We move on to another analytics team, the Carolina Panthers against the New Orleans Saints. Sean Payton. Sean Payton is a Bill, uh, Bill Parcells guy. Doesn't believe in really game planning all out until after the sixth game of the season. This is going to be a totally different New Orleans Saints team. So yes, A.J. Martin, when the Chargers played the Saints, I picked the Chargers to cover because I knew it was what within that six-game window that Payton, Sean Payton was going to put in a full game planning, right? He was going to do just enough to beat the Chargers. So you bet the Chargers there. You make that money, watching football. They're uh, playing Carolina, division game. First year for Matt Rule. He's playing that zone defense. So, zone defense against Sean Payton. Uh, analytics, it's gonna be interesting to see analytics play out. Uh, one uh, oddity is that you got Joe Brady, who's the offensive coordinator court of Carolina, and he learned how to offensive coordinate from Sean Payton, right? Joe Brady goes to LSU, wins a nationals championship with Joe Burrow. And then you got Matt Rule running that defense, running that Penn State zone, Remember that zone defense is run by Pete Carroll, Nick Saban, Nick uh, Satan, uh, Bill Belichick. So, uh, again, that's why you bet 10 or more games take advantage of market inefficiencies because it's the same or related assets, right? All these guys under the same coaching tree. Uh, Look for this game to go under 51. Average NFL game is 45. All right so look for this game to go under 51 and look for new orleans to cover minus seven first year of the program i don't think they're going to be ready for this right uh, joe brady was there with uh champaign uh, but i don't think it's really going to matter as much uh, other than uh the defensive coordinator from new orleans is going to be somewhat familiar with the way joe brady uh, thinks so for that and many other reasons we're gonna go under 51 in new orleans minus seven points we move on to the new york jets at home against the buffalo bills Buffalo Bills' defense has been horrible. They have a horrible offensive line. However, they've been carried from what, in my opinion, is the MVP of the league, Josh Allen. Uh, The Jets are 100% disaster. However, over the last 20 years, and I've been able to monetize this over the last five years, all right, double-digit dogs. Into the division cover eighty percent of the time, so you almost bet it blindly. Right? You almost bet double-digit dogs into division blindly. I won eighty percent of the time doing this last year. The only times I didn't win was when the coaches were Andy Reid and Bill Belichick were the only two coaches that covered double-digit dogs in the division last year. Uh, McDermott is a Andy Reid disciple coming off a loss. The Jets did the old son too, right? The art of war that I have back there. You cut the head of one of the people to motivate the team, right? So instead of uh, firing Adam Gase, they fired Le'Veon Bell. They're fighting for jobs. So really see this game being uh, Bills 21, Jets 10. So what does that mean? That means that uh, the Jets cover the 14 points and it goes under uh, 45. These are loser teams, anything can happen. So you buy yourself that point and make it 46, Right. Next game is your Green Bay Packers and Aaron Rodgers at uh, the Houston Texans. Again, similar to Atlanta, very similar to Atlanta, right? You have two predominantly African-American Southern cities who fire the white coach and put the black defensive coordinator in, right? For marketing and PR reasons is my opinion, right? You can have your own opinion, but you cannot have your own facts. So fact, it was a white coach. Fact, it was an African-American defensive coordinator. Fact, these are predominantly black Southern cities. But my opinion is uh, that the change was made for PR reasons, right? To get people more engaged the rest of the season, Uh, especially minorities and people in the black community. Uh, Green Bay coming off a loss. Uh, In Tampa Bay, they're minus three over under 57. Figure a lot of points to be scored, but 57, that is a lot of points. I'm gonna go to my spreadsheet. And see what my analysis came up with. And I'll uh, put a link to the spreadsheet so you can follow along. And you can see the picks we've had the whole year because it's not just giving you picks, it's teaching you how to make your own picks. You can give a man a fish, feed him for a day, teach the man to fish, you feed him for a lifetime in the middle of a pandemic, social unrest, and recession. Uh, Knee-jerk reaction on this game would be under 57. Average game is 45. Uh, Romeo Cornell plays that Bill Belichick zone. Uh, You're going to have JJ Watt coming off the edge. Um, So it's going to be interesting. Uh, When a spreadsheet comes up, I'm gonna give it a lot of thought. I'll give you exactly the other ones I have memorized. And pretty obvious picks to me. Uh, Seattle at Arizona. Uh, again, that same defense. Arizona runs the air raid. Right now, until the air raid figures out how to run against eight man's fronts or stay patient with a run, you're gonna see uh, drop a uh, rush three Against the air raid. Usually, those games go under. And this is a high total again. This is 57. All the games went under, I mean, over to begin the season. You gotta look for Vegas to adjust because remember, you're not just uh, competing against other betters, you're competing against Vegas and a number. So, Vegas makes adjustments, like, hitters make adjustments at plate. So look for uh, Arizona cover. I see three and a half out there. Try to get the best of the number. Try to get a plus four Arizona. And games like this, I like to go three sides of the bet. I'm going to go money line Seattle it, my betting strategy is the Warren Buffett strategy. Do not lose money. So I'm going to go. Moneyline Seattle, Arizona plus four, and I'm going to go under 57 because it's going to be drop eight, rush three, and, uh, you know, that Pete Carroll, Bill Belichick, Nick Saban defenses, Ben Frank keep things in front of you, let the other team make mistakes, right, that, that lends itself to go under, right, five-yard passes. All the time. You know, if a five yard pass is an open Kyler Murray, go ahead and run. Same thing for Russell Wilson, right? Again, similar related assets. You got two short black guys, a quarterback who uh, primarily their value is being able to run. And uh, both those defenses don't account for the quarterback, so that's why they have them on their teams. And if a quarterback can make three first downs with their legs, that team wins about 75% of the time. So you, that's why they are there, right? And uh, gives you insight into the game. Now, we go to this one that I love, another double-digit dog into the bish. This double-digit dog cash for me every time last year. You have Kansas City. They like Dallas again. Inflated lines. People blindly bet Kansas City because they won the Super Bowl last year, without doing any research. And we take advantage of that. We go the other way. We take advantage of the market inefficiency to make money. And for a lot of people, that's technical analysis. Okay. So take your Denver Broncos plus the ten points. Right. plus the 10 points, under 47. You, 47, you buy that point to keep it under. Denver's gonna run it a lot. They wanna keep that high power Kansas City offense on the sidelines. Uh, so watch this game go under. And again, here you go, double digit dogs into division you almost bet it blindly. I went ahead and I went to the Denver Post and I did my research. And then I went to the Kansas City Star, did my research there. And I'm doing it so you don't have to. <laughs> and uh, I came up with that determination. Denver has a horrible offense, but they played great all year. Look for this to be a hard toss defensive struggle, a bit more on the side than the total. But bet your Denver Broncos plus, hey, do Warren Buffett, man. Buy a point each way. Go plus 11, under 47. Your Denver Broncos. Double-digit dogs into the division, which cash 80% of the time. Tampa Bay, Las Vegas. Going to stay away from that one right now. Uh, Didn't analyze it when I figured out that – the Raiders offensive line has uh, COVID 19. John Groom's real conservative guy. I remember him from Tampa? Uh, very conservative guy. I remember him in Channel's Eye, buying beers for everybody, Channel's Eye to Tampa, bringing Trip Kelly all day to watch film and come up with those offenses. So, Tampa Bay, Las Vegas, most likely not going to play. Uh, if they do play feel free to send me a message find me on twitter uh, you can leave a voicemail or send a text to 858-863-6501 i'll answer any uh, football related question you have if that game comes on and you want to pick the game or you want to know who to bet uh, just send me a message and i'll have the live spreadsheet on twitter as well uh, you got the pittsburgh steelers against tennessee got a good tip for my, 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 man, Tim from Seattle under, pick the skin under, under 51. And Tennessee, man, they've been covering a lot in there since the COVID-19. You know they haven't practiced, but I'm sure they're doing some sort of working out, keeping their bodies in. Uh, they've been covering and winning, man, for the last couple of years. Uh I had two guys on the podcast last year that were big Tennessee guys. We rode Tennessee up to seventy-five percent, man. That's why uh, the more you know about business, I have a MBA, I have a Master's of Business Science, I have a securities license. The more you know, the more you don't know, and you listen to people. So I listened to the two guys on the podcast last year. They were saying Tennessee, Tennessee, Tennessee. Hey, I took their advice because it doesn't matter that I had profit the last 12 years what matters is what's going on now what have you done for me lately right real intelligence is situational intelligence so somebody or you uh, last week we had a guy on uh, periscope giving us a lot of good tips that made money right so if you're the smartest person in the room you're in the wrong room right real intelligence is situational intelligence and the more you know you realize the more you do not know so hey i'm gonna ride where these guys said last year with bravo until it doesn't work tomlin is not a good guy on the road Uh, so this is outside his division he's a big division guy and again with covid 19 has limited what these guys can do Uh, a guy from the citadel conservative military guy like tomlin Going to keep all his bullets right for division home games, and division games on the road, he feels he has a really good chance. So that's Tomlin. That's Tennessee. Pick Tennessee on that money line. I think that's a good bet. I think they should probably win because they're a more rested team. They had three weeks off. So, man, they should be ready to go against Pittsburgh. They went against a similar defense last week. Right? A defensive-minded African-American head coach. So that's the next one. We need for diversity. We need a black, offensive-minded coach as a head coach. Because right now, all you have is defensive-minded African-American coaches, black coaches. Tony Dungy, Louis Smith to the super, all defensive guys. Right here, you got Tomlin, defensive guy, won a Super Bowl though. Uh, Raheem Morris, Romeo cornell All those guys are African-American, defensive-minded guys as head coaches. So for some real diversity, we need an offensive-minded black head coach. And if you need an idea, get Coach Norville from Nevada. No talent in Nevada. He gets them to bowl games every year. Very, very, very creative uh, black offensive coach. As opposed to uh, UCLA. Uh, forgot his name because he sucks so bad. Oh yeah. Carl Jarrell, who is a offensive mandate black coach who's horrible. On well, Friday night, we'll have our college uh, show. We're at 67% college, 52.5% is even. So Friday night, we'll dial up some winners. So you make money with college football. So Tennessee, on the money line, under 51, two two, defensive-minded coach, going to keep that under. Then you have the Jacksonville Jaguars going against the inflated line LA Chargers. Uh, Inflated lines happen when you have teams like Dallas, the people bet blindly. Then you have the proximity of Los Angeles to Vegas. You have people who just bet the L.A. teams with millions and millions of dollars blindly on the L.A. teams and flip the lines. And the over-under is kind of high here. Uh, Doug Marone is a Tom Coughlin guy. What that means is that he could have a horrible offensive line, a hurt offensive line, and he's still going to try to uh, establish the running game. So for years, I've made tons of money betting me under. I'm Doug Moreau. Now you notice that I study the coaches, and that's because you know in the financial world they say what do you use financial analysis? People say financial analysis is dead. Do you use technical analysis. We well, made a guy like David Tepper, the head, uh, the owner of the Carolina Panthers, rich technical analysis. Do you do both? Real intelligence and situational intelligence. So. Do you use situational intelligence? And the answer is you use all of the above, right? Know the numbers and you will know everything. So studying the coaches is, works for two things. It works for the arbitrage, which is betting 10 or more games to make money, right? And this is the financial series seven FINRA definition of arbitrage, not the European definition of arbitrage they use using sports betting okay this is the financial world FINRA SEC definition of arbitrage multiple uh wagering on assets which is really buying and selling assets you're buying a price to give you the best price we make sure you don't get taken advantage of so that's why we studied the coaches because it's part of fundamental analysis fundamental analysis says That if you research the corporate governance of a company the result of that is that you will get insight into the investment whether you should invest or not right whether you should bet on this team or not that's why we study the coaches right we talk about the coaches a lot and it's made us a lot of money that's why i have bounce back, John Calipari in the back, you We've know, won a lot of uh, college basketball games, Made a lot of money off college basketball games, understanding the way John Calipari thinks his philosophy throughout the season. I have a really good friend in Arizona. We've been, on, been betting on these games for the last 12 years together. Uh, we've gotten to the point where we pick the same games at the same time for the same reason. However, if we disagree, we don't bet or if somebody feels really strongly about it then we'll go ahead and bet we pool our monies we made a lot of money he has four kids <laughs> his wife only lets him bet because we make a lot of money on these games so he says that john calipari and doug Marrone has made us more money than our own family members we've gotten more gifts and stuff from our family members uh, because we know the corporate governance of these teams so, for that and many other reasons, we're going to go under uh, the 50. You can even go 49. The average this, of an NFL game is 45. Anthony Lynn, very conservative. Bill Parcells guys. So, between Bill Parcells, Andy Reid, Bill Belichick, Pete Carroll, that's pretty much the whole league. They all think the same way. Can argue with success. Uh, the NFL is a like $16 billion corporation, industry, right? Uh, an essential service during a pandemic. Uh, so don't argue with success, monetize it off, right? And that's what we do here, what we teach here, 100% transparency. So you go under the total and you go dial up Jacksonville, especially if it gets inflated to 10, definitely take Jacksonville. The Jacksonville Jaguars, and the last game for this week is going to be the Chicago Bears at the Rams. Uh, Chicago played well against uh, Tom Brady, uh, and now he coming. The Rams coming off a loss, bad loss to San Francisco. They look for this game to go under. Look for the Rams to cover the minus six. So. I feel really good about these picks. I look forward to being at 70% for this week or higher. And the goal is to finish at 70%. Last year we finished at 64.5%. But If you would have been in the uh, super contest in Vegas, we would have won $164,000. Looking at maybe getting in the half season contest uh, for the super contest. Uh, got to look into it, right? Because it's already week seven. So I got to look at, at it for next week. So we always close. With Winston Churchill, who got us through World War Two, And we don't just walk the walk. We don't just talk the talk. Let's get it backwards. We don't just talk the talk. We walk the walk. We're being abundance. Uh, what you pay action sports or somebody you pay money every week, we give it away for you to you for free with a higher percentage. And we give you insight into the wise. So not only do you make money wagering on these games, you get insight into business, you get insight into business decision-making, right? Uh, And it's not new, Harvey McKay, push the envelope used to say that, pick every single NFL game and that'll help your business decision-making process. That's what we do here every week. That's the purpose. Other podcasts and the outcome is compound interest, it's vacations, it's thirty-two thousand dollars worth of gas for my wife Anna off betting football games, betting college basketball games, betting NBA games. Right? Winston Churchill said, You make a living from your labor, but you make a life from what you give. Thank you for listening. If you're watching the streams of the ESBC sports betting podcast, we're going to add more motivational stuff. we got great motivational stuff there. And uh, the NFL wrap-up show I'm going to be doing um, later on this evening. Right? Because you have to go back. You have to use the Hawthorne Effect, Find out the whys. Rene Descartes. A life unexamined is not worth living. So we find out the whys, of the games we got wrong last week to get them right this week and make that money watching sports. Thank you for listening and watching the streams on the ESBC Sports Betting Podcast.